Good evening, Mayor Rabbi Isai. Continuing along here, Be'ezer Hashem, the second reason of three of why it's not enough just to leave it up to the seichel of a person, which ostensibly that should be enough to bring the person to the recognition that he has to serve HaKadosh Baruch we have an obligation to serve Hashem. And therefore, Kavaz says, we see that's not enough, but yet the Torah itself had to be the in reinforcement to the seichel to get us to understand and open our minds that we have to serve Hashem. And the reason is, reason two we're explaining here, is because the seichel itself is totally spiritual. It comes from a spiritual realm, comes from the etzem ruchani. And it has no involvement in this world. And the guf, on the other hand, is extremely involved in this world. And if we would just leave it up to the seichel, the guf would build itself up way in advance of the Seichel, and the Seichel wouldn't stand the chance. So continuing along here, V'alkein Timtza, and that's what we find. HaTorah Mazheres, that's where the Torah warns us, Mehar Be'machalim, U'levushim, U'be'ilois, V'kinyonim, U'masim, Shemichazkim K'yachataiva. The Torah warns us that we should be careful to temper in what we are involved in, even in this worldly pleasures, because if you feed it too much, it just becomes too hungry, too full, and won't give the seichel a chance to be able to think clearly what it has to do. More than that, more than overindulgence in various pleasures, the Torah also tells us that we have certain things we have to do. Things that really go against the the promoting of the gufnius, the promoting of the physicality, and uh, and getting it more accustomed to its desires. What is that? So he mentions four things over here: hatfila, matzayim, davening, fasting, matzdokas, giving tzdokum doing good deeds for others. So one of the mafarsh in the paslechem says very beautifully, what are these four against? What are they corresponding to? Kenegda. So Hatfila is the opposite of just living a carefree, carefree Hefker, Taivas life. Prigasoil, like the life of a novel, is Omar Novel Beliboy, Ainelikim. The novel says there's no God, there's no, uh, there's no supervision going on, there's no accountability going on. I can live the life I would like to live however I want to live it. When you daven, a person who's daven sincerely, he knows he's talking to the Ebrishter. He knows there is a supreme being. He knows there is someone in charge. And if we have to daven to Hashem, that means we need things from Hashem because only Hashem can give it. And if that's the case, we understand, it, it, it will follow that a person understands that the, this is not a free-for-all, this world. So that counters the taiva. Then we have tzedakah. Uh, tzayim. Tzayim is that we shouldn't overindulge in eating. So we have to, even though Minatayra, it's interesting, Minatayra really only have one fast day. Minatayra, it's only the Yom Kippur. Just Yom Kippurim itself is Minatayra. All the other fasts, the general four fasts that we have, are all Midrabonon. But even the concept of a, of a Tzayim, of a fast, is to counteract, balance out the desire for eating. Vatsadoka, what's that? That's going to go against this this need, this desire 
of Kenyan and acquisitions. We have a big issue. This is certainly one of our challenges of our generation were of consumerism. And one reason is because the the marketing of everyone who's selling things, of all the sellers, they they find very good ways to, to market it. They have a very good audience. It's much easier to promote their product, much easier to lure people in through many, many different avenues. And that's one reason. And the, the other is because uh, it's so easy. It's so easy to buy things. And it becomes this, this almost, for some people, an addiction. It can lead to an addiction that they have to keep buying things. They have to have things. You know? So it's something we have to train ourselves. One way, says Chavis Avav, is one way we train ourselves. That is not everything we have to have. It has to be ours. We need more. Is we give tzedakah. We realize that there's things that we have that are supposed to be given away. They're not, not supposed to be hoarded to us. Ugemilas chasodim, that is the, the opposite of kinna and taiva, jealousy. And this is doing for others is the best way you can get to like others is by doing for them. And the chazal tell us that a person, even if someone wronged him, he should also do ches for somebody else. That's pure Kamilas chasadim. We're coming up in about a week to Shavuos, the Yom Tov of Shavuos, the famous Chazal, the Medrash, tells us that this Megillah of Rus, that we read on Shavuos, this Megillah, There's no laws that we learn out of any Tum of Atara. There's no laws that we learn out of Isser and Heter, things that are permissible or not. What is it for? Just to, in, to impress upon us, just to teach us the greatness of goyim lechasodim, the greatness and the reward of those who do chesed, because Rus did chesed with her husbands, Rus did chesed with Nami, Rus did chesed with Boyaz, and because of that, she was blessed by, by both by Nami and by Boyaz, that Hashem should do chesed for you, as you did chesed for others. Yas Hashem imochem chesed. Hashem will do chesed for you, kasher asisam, just like you did for your husband and just like you did for me. And we, we explained this earlier on, I think, in the uh, the beginning of the Psicha. We mentioned the, from the Maimar of Rabbi Ruchim Zatzal from the Mir, that just doing for, for even someone that you live in the same house as them, that's called chesed. Doing for other people is called chesed. And certainly if a person does so with, with a consciousness, and he realizes he's giving because he's not just here to grab for himself. He's not just here just to try to acquire as much as he can and keep moving up the rungs of success of the American dream. Rather, he's here to help out others. And the greater he comes, the more he's able to help out others. That's the way the Torah views Chesed. So here, Chavaz is saying, that's why the Torah gave us these things. That the Torah is a guiding light. That your words of Torah is like a candle for my feet of where to walk. And it's a light for my path. And the marshal is to be understood that we're in Olam and the, there's so much darkness. There's so much darkness because of all the bombardment of everyone else in the world who are indeed think that this world is just for here and now and just to try to go go and get as much pleasure 
for the pleasure seekers, as much honor for the honor seekers, as much money for the money seekers. That's what they think the world is. So there's a great influence from that darkness. And then there's, of course, the Yetzirah, not only Bachutz, but the Yetzirah Bifnim, that's trying to get us to go after everything that the Guf wants. So we have the Torah to be a guiding light. The, the light illuminates the darkness. It sees where we're supposed to go. It makes sure we don't stumble on all of the pitfalls of Elam That's what David HaMelech says. V'yomar ki ner Ner is a mitzvah to a light. Every mitzvah is another candle. Every mitzvah is another light. That's a light within us to be able to become more on the side of Ruchni. The Torah, and one learns Torah, that's or that illuminates it illuminates him, it illuminates his world. He's able to walk in the proper path. Interesting, there's a pshat that's brought in the say the Siddharagra and the Siachitzchok. We have two brachas before Shema before Shema. A long bracha, which is called the bracha of Ma'irais, and then a shorter bracha of Avarabba, which is about the Torah. What do these two brokers have to do with one each other? How did they come to Bundekakar? How did they come juxtaposed to one another? The long brok is sure because it's the morning we're talking about Hashem Yitzhar Orovarikh, Hashem created light, and we talk all about the Ma'iris. Borgat Hashem Yitzhar Amairis, he fashioned the luminaries. But then we say all about Torah, what does that do with anything? So the Siachit says the Gaval the Gibshat. First, we say the bracha of the light, that Hashem created light, which is the physical light. But then we say another bracha, a shorter bracha, that shows us there's even something that's more powerful than light, and that is the Torah. Because light that Hashem created, certainly the sunlight, which gives, the, which gives its brilliant light, that only works in the day. At night, it's only the small light of the moon. But the Torah illuminates both at night and, and day and night. It illuminates both in the good times and the, in the bad times. It illuminates both in the times which are bright and metaphysically, to, to, metaphorically talking, and even when it's dark, even in the dark gullus, Torah always illuminates. So these two brachas are there, both brachas about luminaries. One is the physical shemesh in the sky, the sun in the sky. That illuminates that light, gives us light. And even more powerful and more so is the Torah, which illuminates us and shows us the path. Venema finally finishes the second reason. That there's an advantage of Chokhmah, the Torah, over Sichlus, over the foolishness. Indeed, you see this passage, Shlom HaMelech, describes the Torah for us. Torah is a light within the darkness. So that's why this is indeed the second reason of why it's not enough just to have the Seichel. We need also the Torah as well. So this is two reasons so far. Mitzvah Shem will continue next week with the third reason of why we have to have the Torah as a reinforcement together with the Seichel. A good Tanakh and a good Shabbos.